Anna, you want to tell us a story? I would love to tell you a story. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Let's go back a hundred years to the autumn of 1923. Mm. Beautiful time. Loved that autumn. Mm. Was that before (laughs) the climate crisis? Were we dying then or not? I don't. I think this is pre climate crisis. Pre climate crisis. Great no, imagine, imagine. Ooh, the fresh air, beautiful, the <sighs> lack of microplastics in our yes. lungs. <laughs> beautiful. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the place is a cozy little logging cabin next to Little Lava Lake in central Oregon. And the subjects are loggers Edward Nichols, age 50, Roy Wilson, age 35, and Dewey Morris, age 25. Who have Love set out? Love Never met I do too. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Never Deputy actually met Dewey. A Dewey well, I think it's Scream that makes me love a Dewey. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, so our protagonists here today have set out to try their luck at fur trapping, and so far things are going just swimmingly. The trappers had ri- made arrangements with Edward Logan, another logger who owned the cabin. They would care for the foxes he was raising for their furs. In exchange, they could live there for the fall and winter as they tried their hands at trapping. That seems fairly standard. Mm-hmm. It does. These aren't these aren't humane traps, are they? I don't. I don't mm, think. The, well, they're 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 cage cages. So, and it is oh, winter. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it is essentially trapping a small creature in, in a you know, hostile environment. And <laughs> but it's not like, they're not like snapping their legs and something or whatever. I don't it's that think thing so. where it's like a, like a, the cage has like a little, like when they go in to eat a snack from mm-hmm. it, the cage snaps shut yeah. behind them and they're like, hey, what happened? Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. I didn't do a deep dive into the particulars <laughs> into the of the trapping industry. Um, That's another episode. I, I do. I, I do you know, ba- based on what I've heard or what I've read, I we I never we like never that. did do scummy practices in in kind of animal killing. Oh, that would be rough. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's a You'd silver lining. You have to really to that balance one, so. that out with like puppies yeah. and rainbows topic afterwards. <laughs> like, are there any live animal tests people have done? <laughs> Not so much, not so much testing, sure. but I mean, you know, meat and clothing. You know, you sure, could, yeah. plenty of meat packaging seems to have like, hey, you're pleasantly killed on it. You know, mm. yeah, 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 right, exactly. <laughs> yes. That means that they like straight Anton Chigurh the cows or something like that, basically. Mm. Just mm-hmm. super fun. <laughs> Anyways. Trapping, trapping, foxes. trapping foxes. foxes um, yes. Any like any other manner of small creatures? I think there were like some. Uh, what do they call those? Like mar- martins and oh yeah, yeah, like, kind of like stoats or whatever. Yeah, uh huh. So yeah, probably beavers. It is Oregon. <laughs> that would not surprise <laughs> me. Stoats. That that Mark. It did. I'm envisioning uh, a a big kind of furry hat with like a little uh-huh. stoat nose sticking out. You know, like you get the ones with like raccoon tails off yes, the back. This one right, has yeah. little, just... little cute <laughs> stoat nose. Yeah, I love mm. that, that picture. Because that son of a bitch Dewey from Oregon. 
Yeah, I I don't know specifically what they looked like, so feel free to imagine them as such. Right. <laughs> so the week before Christmas, uh, Nichols traveled back to the city of Bend, where they were all from, and he sold a sled full of expensive furs. And by all accounts, he was in a jovial mood. The trapping business, he told locals, was going really well. Yeah. Not long after that, in January of 1924... Resort owner Alan Wilcoxon visited the men at the cabin. He, <laughs> this is not really relevant to the story, but so he was going from his home to resort in Elk Lake, um, which was a 25 mile trek. Keep in mind, we're yeah. in the throes of winter. And this mm. man decided that his method of travel would be by snowshoe. Mm, no. Mm-mm. Hard pass. <laughs> Absolutely not. Why would anyone snowshoe on purpose? I went <laughs> once when I was a little kid. You know, fourth grade field trip, we went snowshoeing. Mm-hmm. It was miserable. Like, yeah. it was just a class of, like, 28 mm-hmm. very upset 10-year-olds <laughs> when we did this. It's not Are really, like, Oregonian a kid activity. Oregonian winters kind of cruel of a... Of a... Not really. Not anymore. Not anymore. Mm. No. Um, I, I... And I... Like, I've only lived here for about a year, so I'm still kind of, like, learning history of this area. But um, Yeah, actually, you had, for, re- like, for recent history, you had, like, a crazy snow yes, winter this yeah, year. Yes, yeah, this, this past year, um, it was, a, they set a record, um, yeah. or, like, wow. very close to a record for the amount of snow, which I love coming from Wisconsin, but, right. um, you know, it's, the infrastructure out here is not able to not handle able. that. Um, there's yeah. always crazy videos every time it like snows in Oregon, like in Portland specifically, because I think Bend is a lot snowier mm, yeah. um, than Portland is. But like <laughs> where the roads aren't made for this and they have like mm-hmm. no one to plow it or anything like that. There's yeah. no salt on the road, anything of that nature. And it's, it's hills, hills everywhere. Uh-huh. And so there's always just these videos of cars just like sliding down mm-hmm. these hills, hitting each other and all that kind of stuff. And it's like comical when you actually see it. Uh, but yeah, Oregon is not. Uh, so the idea well, that somebody that would try and pull a sled full of fresh carcasses <laughs> 25 miles like just waddling along on snowshoes yeah yes i would say no yeah where the library the the library that i worked at in wisconsin would check out snowshoes to people and they were extremely popular they were so i don't understand (laughs) i never tried them myself so (laughs) i i'm not i don't know but it's not an activity i've ever been super tempted to to i enjoy that you can is this well, before I get all kind of wide eyed? Is 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 this like a common thing for libraries to loan out? Yes, it's gear becoming as well as books and stuff. It's becoming snowshoes. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So it's actually becoming uh, very common for libraries to have a robust library of things, is what they'll oh, call it. Oh, we do have that. Yeah. Um. So okay, and 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 that will totally vary, like on. Uh, what region you're in and stuff like that. But you can check yeah. out massage guns. You can check out yeah. instruments. Hello. You can check out... Well, musical um, instruments. Musical yeah, instruments. Like musical instruments. Mm-hmm. Stu- tools to tools. fix your house. Uh, there's a library yeah. nearby where I live that checks out Instapots. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. I, they, I mean, I could, I could go on and on and on and on and on and on about libraries. So. Alien concept. <laughs> Completely alien concept to me. Because firstly, libraries are closing just yeah. all the time over here that you know nobody seems to give a fuck about libraries least of all the government they're closing left right and center and Worst. it is 
you know, books, uh, probably you could still get Blu-rays, I would have thought. Sure. Um, yeah. Depending on where you are, you could probably get like some, you know, you could get PS2 games or PlayStation mm-hmm. 3 games or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the idea of like a lending library for mm-hmm. tools and yeah. kit and I love it. And yeah. gear. That's I'm so passionate, <laughs> passionate about mm. this. <laughs> Which, yeah. Seriously. Yes. I mean, listen, this isn't about libraries, but let me just say, like, no, we have no. a library of things. I went and got, like, free notary service the other mm-hmm. day when I had to get something done. Like, there's everything. And and also, I, yeah, library. like, there, the, many also have online services that you can stream yeah. movies through. Canopy yeah, is a can- great, like, has a ton and, of yeah. classic well, movies for free. Hoopla's no. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we get tickets to all the museums in mm-hmm. New York. Yep. Yep. Yeah, um, you can check tickets out yeah. for those. It's. Well, I it's, hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I hope somebody in the UK well, I, you know, I, gets at us and goes, "Mark, you fucking idiot!" Libraries, libraries <laughs> we do this over. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. even even if they did, you're not wrong. That libraries are under attack. They're under attack here. Um, yes. Yeah. You know. Okay. So. Yeah, it's there's definitely a concerted effort to shut down these resources because they actually make a difference in communities. Yep. So, <laughs> yes, <clears throat> we have digressed, but have. It, I'm always we happy wildly, to digress and I talk apologize. about libraries. <laughs> snowshoes, snowshoes, man going 25 miles. Yes, on snowshoes. Yes. So on his 25 mile journey, uh, he decided to visit um, these met these the trappers. I know um, you said we were done with digressing, right? <laughs> but right, a hundred years ago, when you say that out loud, a hundred years ago, it's like you're talking of days of yours. It's like you're talking mm-hmm. about fucking the dim and distant past. This is 1923. That is yeah. that's like within my grandparents' lifetime. People mm-hmm. are snowshoeing across Oregon. <laughs> Yeah, right. That's fucking mad there are, shit. There mm-hmm. are movies at yes. this point. Yes. yes. There's yes. snowshoeing. In the grand Oregon. scheme of history, this is yeah. just. Dewey from the Oregon's. Day. Like, direct bloodline is probably still alive. They could be a listener. <laughs> it's true. I'm sure they are. <laughs> yes. So, um, he decided to, to stay the night with these guys. Um, and according to him, their spirits were high. Their endeavors had been very successful. Cool. The next morning, he ventured out into the elements to continue his journey, leaving his fur-trapping friends behind. Months went by, and Dewey Morris's brother noticed that nobody had heard from the trappers for some time. Uh-oh. His suspicion grew when he found unmaintained traps in the area. Animals left dead, frozen, solid, never retrieved. Yikes. <laughs> A, yeah, it's <laughs> a horrible. It's a really good love... another visual gag, Mark. Yes. <laughs> it's been a few months. I would love yeah. like a horrible taxidermy. Oh, same. Like, you know, just yeah. animals yeah. in. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like the position. worst rictus. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> or just, can you pose an animal in like an embarrassing kind of ooh, like, right. covering its balls or something? Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Holding an umbrella over its tits. I, I love that. I love that. I would I would decorate my home with that. There's a market. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. Um so in April of nineteen twenty four, a search team traveled to the cabin only to discover that no one was there. Inside okay. 
they found the table set for a meal and burnt food in pots on the stove. Nice. Very this is nice. always amongst the most interesting things to me. I love yeah, an abandoned yeah, yeah, place yeah, yeah. that's ready for dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, it's that gets so me going. eerie. It's like it walking is. into something that it feels like you should be in the middle of something, but there's yes. nothing right. happening. Fuck is and everyone. it feels very wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm. Kind of that like liminal space feeling, you know, of like yeah. something that's meant to be in motion is just frozen. Right. Um, outside, they discovered an like empty tent. Like the Stokes in Oregon. <laughs> uh, we don't even know if there are Stokes. We made that up. There were. Go on. <laughs> they discovered an empty pen outside. The foxes the trappers had been asked to care for were nowhere to be found. Okay. What they did find <laughs> was a bloody claw hammer. Oh, yeah. Further investigation led them towards the lake. Along the trail, they found pools of blood in the snow, clumps of hair, and a human tooth. So how long was it that the, like, (coughs) force... What am I trying to say? Since the last time someone had heard from them? January, when uh, the resort owner was there, the snowshoer. And then this, what month is it when this this is happening? This is April now. This is April, so they just... Someone finally is like... Hey, nobody's heard from them in a while, mm-hmm. but whatever happened appears to have been fresh enough that, like, they just stumbled upon, like, fuckery. Well, they have been existing. They've been existing for a while. We, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, go on. So I, I think that the winter had preserved a lot of the scene. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, I don't I, I don't want to say any of my own feelings just quite yet about what may have happened. Yeah, let's, we'll get through the facts and then yes. we'll start. <clears throat> um, yeah, postulating. So on the shore of the lake, the search team saw the men's sled. It was empty, but it was covered in dark stains. I'll let you ponder on what those may be. Mm. Just like ketchup, uh, yeah. Most likely. Most likely. Most ketchup. likely. Blood, sweat, gravy, and egg. <laughs> Someone's shopping list. <laughs> a little ways out from the edge of the lake, they could see a hole that had been cut into the ice and partially frozen back over. Not looking hmm. good. No, not really. What they found at the climax of their search was not looking good either. By this time, the ice was melted just enough for the search party to take boats out, um, hunting for the missing trappers. And soon enough, they would discover bodies. Oh, fuck. Dewey. (laughs) No, Dewey. (laughs) Dewey. Sheriff Claude McCauley said this of their findings. Ed Nichols. Still had his glasses on, the ones he used for reading. A shotgun fired at close range had carried away the lower part of his right jaw and part of his chest. A watch in his coat pocket had stopped at ten minutes after nine. Roy Wilson's right shoulder had been almost entirely shot away by a charge of shot, and there was a bullet behind his right ear. Dewey Morris had been wounded in the left elbow by a charge of a shot, and a hole a little larger than a silver dollar had been crushed through his skull at the back of his right ear. Oh, man. 
Autopsies revealed that the men had indeed died of gunshot wounds as well as blunt force trauma. <laughs> so I'm that wasn't glad just that for they, show afterwards. Yeah, I'm glad that their investigation Soul <laughs> Bones earning his money there. Confirmed what it was, was likely extremely yeah. evident upon sight. It was a tough call, but we're going to say it was guns. Guns yeah. did this. Yes. That's like this is always one of the wild things too about like like early guns and obviously we're like leading at this point you've got like winchesters and things like that like you know fairly modern guns but in the old days a lot of times it was like if you're far away the gun might not hit you but if you're close that thing is going to tear you Mm -hmm. to shreds Mm -hmm. like the damage that these did i have very limited knowledge of old timey american firearms right oh weird yeah, but the the only the, the knowledge the scant knowledge I do have about old timey American firearms I got from Back to the Future Three. Okay. Right. The best and, Western. Yes, <laughs> of course. And the tie-in novelization of said film. Oh man, Interesting. I love you and your t- your novelizations of movies. Yep. I didn't yep. know this was a thing. I don't th- think we talked about this on the podcast because I think it's this summer. Oh, it's just me and you. Right, I found okay. out that. Yeah. You do this that Mark has a long history of reading novelizations of films. <laughs> I don't do it anymore. I haven't done it in like 20 years, even more. <laughs> but for a while there in the teens, mm-hmm. fuck me. I could just watch the movie, read the book of the movie. I would do that too. I would do yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. too. I, that. I think because I just wanted there to be more of what I already right. like. It's Same. like fanfic. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Like, and it's I kind just of need more of the story. It's, it's less disappointing than reading a book and then watching the movie based on right. it because yeah. really they're going to leave it's things the other out. Way around, isn't it? Yeah. But if you have the movie first and then you get more to the story, like that's just, yep. yeah. I and love that. It, often, and uh, we'll maybe delve into this topic another time, but often the novelizations were based on earlier shooting scripts. So uh, okay. you would get more, you really uh-huh. would get more in the novelization that, yeah. that may may have ended up in the, on the cutting room floor, you know? I love right. them, love them. It's amazing, I love that. Mm. I don't remember why we're talking about that, but... Old-timey uh, guns. Oh, the guns. I learned about you the know. Winchester, because that's <laughs> like the lever arch <laughs> rifle, isn't it? The click-click one of them. Um, sure. Yeah. Then you've got a Derringer, which is like a tiny little yeah. pistol. Little guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You've got to get it one. right up close. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Those are, well, those are the two guns. And the Colt 45. Of course, naturally. There you go. They, I know uh, of those also guns. Which um, <laughs> If you watch Supernatural, the Winchester and Colt would come up a mm. lot more. But uh, when I was, I used to go to a Civil War reenactment every year, like my, no. kick off my birthday weekend with my friends. Interesting. Does it feel like something you would do? Oh boy, is it. <laughs> Did you have costume and things? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't. Okay, okay. I don't costume. That's beyond right. my skill set and attention span. But I like yeah. to go and talk to people who are passionate about what they're doing and like see all the demonstrations and all that kind of stuff. And I remember going up to like someone who was in costume because they camp there and everything they like Mm. you know spend the weekend all in their civil war cosplay and uh i walked up to someone and we were just you know he was sharing some stuff about the war and then he was talking about like how there was a story of like the like drummer boy you know and they were like they legit had like drummer boys that like led the yeah yeah like (laughs) walked in front of one of the cannons and was described as exploding like a tomato oh my god (laughs) 
In reality, horrendous. In concept, yeah. hilarious. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, you know, I think we're we're two hundred something re- years removed from this. We can we can laugh a little bit, but that is truly <laughs> horrific. Ways okay. to die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so many dumb ways to die. <laughs> Oh we gosh, we were talking about dead people. <laughs> yeah, we were. That's right. Not much this more specific, is... but <laughs> right. But so, blown to smithereens. Yes. So, so the they were estimated to have been dead since January. Right. Mm. So, okay. um, at, like there, several of the articles that I read kind of like had the same details that were. They varied a bit, nothing like major. So I'm not okay. exactly sure of like the timelines of like when everything was found out and like what they found in what order and all this stuff. Recap for me, how far away from the resort were they found? Oh, from the resort. They, yes. I believe that, yes, I did look this up. The cabin is about six miles or the lake, that's I guess. Kind, the lake. That's kind of a ways. Yeah, about yeah. six miles yeah. from the resort. Okay. Um, so something took them away, something... Or, them. Well, yeah, I guess because there was yeah there was bloody stuff in the cabin. Well, or okay, the cabin, so right? the the resort I'm talking about is like that they weren't really involved with that. They oh, okay, yeah, yeah that so was they just were where found. The other guy, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, so it. their cabin was. I I didn't find anything that sh- that said how far from the edge of the lake where they were found yeah, was. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But I don't believe it was that far. It like okay. it seemed like because there was a trail that led there. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like you only have so much blood to drip. Right. Before it's you true. Get to we know this, this much. Lake. Yeah. It's, yes. Um. They do think that uh two at least two of the men were killed outside the cabin, and there's like varying thoughts on like how far away they actually were when it happened. Um, and then it, it, they they suspect that one of them may have been killed like in the cabin actually, but they didn't uh, like according to what I read, the cabin wasn't really like disturbed aside, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah no, like they, dinner's still cooking yeah. and like um, mm-hmm. so there's no like holes in the wall or whatever. No, like, well, that's weird. signs yeah. of a struggle, right? Mm. Right. So it it seems like they would have been killed, and they found the hammer like in the the fox pen. So. Mm. Oh, okay. So they used the guns on the people and the hammers on the animals. I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, they 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 do think that the blunt force trauma that was on all of the bodies was from that hammer that they found. Oh. Like I don't think they found anything else, any other tools. So, unfortunately, um we do not know who did this. Was this never solved? It was never solved. There are suspects. (laughs) It's it's like a hugely messy crime. Right. Clearly, it's one of Oregon's oldest unsolved true crimes. This was not a methodical, (laughs) thought out murder. Mm -hmm. This is. Well, sloppy, messy, yes, craziness. This shouldn't be hard to solve. But go on. So afterwards, um, the 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 furs that they had been collecting like um, several of the articles I read said that they also found skinned foxes nearby Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. the the they they couldn't find any of the furs and there it was an eyewitness in Portland of someone who was asking 
had had asked where they could sell furs and were directed right, yeah. there. Um, oh, well, but it is closed. it's hearsay. Uh, we don't know if you know if the that was connected at all, and they think that they know the identity of the person, but there's no evidence. Sure, um, right. So there, there, the the per like they think that it was a two man job, mm-hmm. um, and they. Are fair. They were fairly confident confident about one of the men, but they they never knew who the the second may have been. Um, Charles okay. Kimsey is the name of the man that is like the one I the no, noted suspect. the most, and like we have the most information about him. Um, mm. But he he seems to have an alibi, and he was never actually charged with anything, even though like they. Or I guess he was charged, but um, it wasn't for that crime. He did other yeah. things. <laughs> so why did they? Is that why they thought that he did it? Like, oh, this he, guy, he does crimes all over the place. He the, probably killed these people. He had too. had a run-in um, with, I believe, Nichols, the the oldest oh, okay. of the men, at some point. Um, he was also a trapper, I guess. And so because they had had that argument, there was like suspicion that he may have had motive to go back and murder them. I guess he had made threats. Um, uh-huh. but like, there's nothing to tie him there. And then there's another man, uh, Ray Jackson Van Buren, who was a serial killer in Oregon that, oh. um, re- uh, in 2013, a lady wrote a book about the Lava Lake murders and, mm. um, well, it's and only an entire book out of it. Yes. Um, mm. because she, she has studied this, this guy and, thinks that she I mean she she sets forth a case that he may have been involved because he mm-hmm. had killed other people and like he would show up in places where things were happening um mm. uh I was only able to read the Amazon preview of it because there's like four copies available in the US <laughs> 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 like that I wouldn't have to pay hundreds of dollars for it. so right yeah. um I I I didn't get too far into like all of the reasons why she thinks that he was involved but um from the articles that I like some several of the articles I read like they seem to think that she sets out a compelling case that he may have hmm. been. Um, I was wondering, and I assume that there has to be a like a reason why no one else has brought this up. But I don't know why the last man who saw them alive isn't a suspect. I, I was wondering that because I'm like maybe there is some way that they eliminated him immediately or right. whatever. But I would think guys saw them in January. They were killed in January. Mm-hmm. And he comes away, he's like, well, they were happy when I saw them. Exactly. See, my, my <laughs> initial thought, I went straight to, like, rival trappers. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they'd had a bumper harvest of stoat and fox pelts. Right. I so f- any which... number of people could have been like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, get yeah. in on their shit here. Yes, I just yes, feel exactly. like it, they wouldn't have left so many animals behind like like just right, dead yeah. then in the in the traps mm, yeah, like if call, that was call. it could i mean it could be someone just wanting to make a quick buck and so taking what was right. already there not really yeah, like with, they weren't necessarily a trapper but they were someone who right, knew they right. could go sell yeah the, i was yes, talking to steven about about this before recording and because i mean he was saying like 
it it makes sense that being so close to this resort maybe that that guy like wouldn't have wanted that kind of thing happening around like the area i mean this is literally all our speculation like i i it just it made me wonder because you would think that people would at least say if there is a reason why this guy isn't a suspect i feel like they would say yeah, why what it was in all the yeah. yeah it's just like they just like completely pass over it without like even you know saying you know I, I i feel like i would be like the last guy who saw them we know he didn't do it because right blah 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 because whatever. he was on snowshoes it's <laughs> well for one but i mean at the you same time someone try to get away on snowshoes <laughs> having done other crimes is a very flimsy reason to suspect someone of having right. done a particular crime and being in right. the area right. at the time you know right mm-hmm yeah they fit the description so yes. yeah yes. it it does officially remain ryan bergara uh voice here unsolved <laughs> <laughs> um oh we're gonna solve the shit out of that man. i yeah i would love to i mean yes and like i also just love that it, it kind of combines like aspects of the three of us like your love of like lakes and waters and water and things yes. and head trauma and oregon yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, the yeah, culmination yeah, yeah. of <laughs> Uh, it's so true yeah. it's perfection thank you anna it is You're welcome. It's a real a real joining together of the joag three thank you very much let me quote directly from my notes if i may yes please do fucking look at these nerds oh mise-en-scene i don't think anyone has ever said mise-en-scene in such a horny way before the way i whispered the word sex cannibal recently worst comes to worst mark i'm willing to guillotine you for science Thank you. That's really, really sweet. It's cold so, outside, but my pancreas is talking to me. I'm fucking, I'm going to leg it. You know how I feel about that, Mark. I think you feel great about it. Do you want to take us in, Mark? Holy shit. Do you? Well, I, I will, right? And in doing so, I will say, do you, cast your mind back to the first ever Joe Act, right? Cast your mind back to our first ever episode. Do you remember mm-hmm. how I was, I was, or maybe you don't. I don't know how much I told you about about this at the time, but I was anxious as shit, right? Yeah, I you told it. me later. It didn't come across, but you did tell me this. Yeah. Well, what do you know? After, you know, a, a month or two off, I had the same fucking feels today. Mm. I had a, a proper dialogue with myself. Mark, are you, is this, you know, are, is this you now? Are you still, are you still, do you still have this in you? Do you still have the ability to fucking talk about this kind of stuff? Uh, just like I did back, you know, three fucking or more years ago. So that's right. I, I mean, I forgot to even mention this was one of the reasons it was important you come back today because it's our three-year anniversary of Shut up. <laughs> or it will is be it in re- three days. But this it is our three-year anniversary week. Oh, well, that's amazing. That that, that is yeah. such something Very to be apt, proud yeah. of. Yes. Right. Uh, cool. Very August cool. thirty-first of twenty. 20 was oh the very God. first Joe Egg. And here we are. That may as well have been Oregon in 1923 for the fucking <laughs> relevance. The relevance Pretty that time much. holds anymore. Right. I think it was before climate change, even. <laughs> before <laughs> microplastics. But look, anyway, yes, I'm, I am back and I am delighted to be back. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it was it was the past couple of days. And it wasn't just today. It was the past few days, knowing that today was dawning. Um yeah, I experienced that that exact same dialogue with myself uh, mm. about you know, just like then, who's who's gonna give a fuck, Mark? Really, you know, <laughs> who wants to listen to you 
you fucking dickhead. Who cares? I do. <laughs> Thank you. There See, we go. Look at that. There, there we go. We've got at least one vote. And at I least think one. That that counts. Wonderful. Definitely Everyone more. Is, yes. Everyone is going to be very stoked to hear your voice again. I'm obviously very stoked to be talking again. Anna can vouch as a yes. listener and co-host of this yes, show yes. Uh, for the excitement having you back and it'll just it's getting right back on a bike a little wobbly at first but pretty soon you're you don't know how to ride a bike why am i using this i was for? just <laughs> i was waiting for you to remember yes i that's uh, an analogy which is totally lost on me because wow I don't know how to do. yeah it's true yeah. i'm the only guy i know who can't ride a bike i can swim but i can't ride a bike <laughs> i'm glad you but added that, you can swim on my fucking just... He could swim, but he couldn't ride a bike. I'm not completely incompetent. I can swim. <laughs> uh, and, it, and uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not too big to admit it. It was just pure laziness as a youth. Um, uh, it was the advent of home computing, um, <laughs> and my young years were spent in the corner of a bedroom with the curtains drawn, uh, watching my brother program fucking shitty little games into his shitty little computer. <laughs> Uh, well, when I we're all underwater, because the ice caps have melted, which skill is going to be more useful? Really Quite fucking right. I've made it to 44 without having pedaled a single revolution of a fucking, you know, uh, bike. So I don't give a shit. <laughs> Long story short, I'm back. And it does it feel... Uh, yeah, it, it does. It feels fantastic. But also uh, strongly recalling vibes of that first time. Strongly recalling the vibes of that first night where I recalled to you the tale of me lying to a group of South African stranger children uh, and <laughs> telling them that I'd seen a demon which they were all deeply afraid of and never <laughs> they too after trusted me really killing relationships that's what I do <laughs> Uh, and you do it right here on the air yep. every week. No, that, uh, someone actually recently commented on our YouTube video of that. A South African commented on that. Was like, no way did they actually believe that? Yeah. And they're like kind of offended. Really? That, uh, you'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no way would people believe that. I was there, mate. That when you said that. It's like, I was there. I mean, so it look happened. of fear. Uh, in their eyes. <laughs> no. Go ahead. I, listen, with my just hand right on my heart. And sincerity in every word, I have to just, Anna, Martin, God damn it, reach out and thank you so much for the past few months of just putting a, the, the Joag rudder needs two hands upon it, you see. <laughs> She's not built for single sailing, this one. No, 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 no. She needs, <laughs> she needs two hands to guide her. What is a rudder? I don't know. I, don't, I was like, is that how boats work? I don't think so. <laughs> That just just determines which direction you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. you want to be going forward, don't you? And to do <laughs> to do that, we, you know, what I'm saying is thanks for being on the podcast. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, thank you for having me. I have so enjoyed it. I really have. And like to even be asked at all was like such a shock and honor. I've had a blast. Cool. It's been absolutely wonderful. Um, I'm only sorry, Mark, that you've missed out on getting to be on these yes. podcasts with them this whole time because it has been a super fun uh, summer of chatting with Anna and really getting to like, you know, there's some things that it's been great to be able to deep dive into that uh, Anna has knowledge of. Yes including our sort of ex-evangelical past or yeah. ex-fundy past uh -huh. and things like that that were so cool to be able to deep dive into. So it's just been 
have to I'm tell you. I'm always happy to rant about church sucking. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> Well, you, you may enjoy this. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, my family and I house sat for uh, some good friends of ours, right? But they, they're big Christians, these guys. Interesting. Right? Okay. Like mega Christians. Mega <laughs> They, so like, don't right. have TV, right? They don't like... own a telly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of questioning myself here and second-guessing myself. They're never going to listen to this fucking ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> and having you know, having visited their home before, all right, fine, I know. They're, they're, lo- they're lovely people in spite of sure. this, mm-hmm. right? They're the most mm-hmm. fucking wholesome, kind of giving uh just lo- they they are they are really part of our, our friendship group and i i've mm-hmm. i've grown to you know really really kind of like them all mm-hmm. but having spent a little bit more time in their home obviously you have a little bit of a nose through the bookshelf you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah you have a yes. little bit of a kind of uh, what's going on here then and the books yeah. man the books <sighs> um <laughs> one which i particularly enjoyed what was it called was it the one that you sent me it was it was uh, pricking the bubble of Darwinism or something like that. Oh, no, sure. No, no, no. It yeah. was exploding the myth of Darwinism. I believe mm. that's what it was called. I think uh, exploding. There we go. Shattering the myths yeah. of Darwinism. Yeah, like, you know, pricking is not uh, uh, dramatic enough for no, what like, they wish oh, to do. To, yeah, they have to annihilate <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very interesting. That, that, that self-same family, um, when our boys were super young, uh, we went on a kind of a joint family day out to a, uh, I guess you, I guess you'd call it a petting zoo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pet the animals. What would you call it? A, uh, a farm park. Oh. A farm park. <laughs> farm park. That's cute. That's that is cute. cute. Yeah. That is cute. Uh, but to give it its full name, this was Noah's Ark Farm Park. Right, can't believe right. I haven't fucking okay. spoken about this on joke before. And you'd I'm get your usual interested. thing: stroke a rabbit, feed a fucking handful of whatever to a fucking donkey or whatever, right? And every so often, the animal pens were punctuated with kind of wooden displays uh, mm. to the tune of now. So a lot of scientists think that the Earth is several billion years old, but mm-hmm. we, we know that that's not true. Uh, carbon dating is very fallible. And if you trace the lineage of the humans, it's only 2,000 years old, isn't it? And that was great. And there was one awesome part where um, it was billed as like, a, like an animal demonstration or a feeding demonstration, right? We all sat on what I guess you'd call like bleachers, wooden bleachers, like rising steps, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, matey boy brings in a donkey, right? I love donkeys. Oh, so do I. They're so great. So do I. Just the most humble, beautiful animal. Um, did he say, this is what Jesus rode into Jerusalem? He fucking did. Right? Oh my God, no. Yeah. He really fucking did. And do you know what? This guy had the audacity to try and get these kids to be, because it was all kids. He was like, uh, sure. if you look at the, uh, you look at the back of the donkey here, you notice uh, it kind of looks like a cross, doesn't it? No, oh come on! My God. I shit you not. And that's because oh, Jesus, uh, Jesus, isn't it? Rode on a donkey, and that's why you get the old. Uh... And I was like, I it's was... like straight up like the stuff that like 
then Christians would make fun of another Completely. culture for mm, like right. how the leopard writ got large, its spots writ large, like that. Yeah, and I, any I was, legends. The, yeah. I, it wasn't just me kind of trying not to fucking burst. And I was looking around at the other parents <laughs> there. We were like, the fuck? <laughs> Very interesting. Anyway, lovely people. Oh, that is so funny. Oh, I wonder, like... I I wonder if they have any ties to like answers in Genesis here, right? Or yeah, good old just, Ken Ham. Yeah, who you know I have they're... met by the way, and the You've dude is Ken an Ham. asshole. Of course he is. Yeah, he like yeah, he Ken came Ham. to my Who's church. He came to my school. <laughs> okay, so Ken Ham is a missionary to America okay. from, from I, Australia. I think from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> he's a grifter. That's what he is. Yes, he's a grifter. Uh, um, yeah, he came here. He built a, mu- a museum. Quotes. Yes. The Creation <laughs> Museum. Big air quotes. Um, the and then he museum. also, this, this is what reminded me of this. You said Noah's Ark. They built a scale model of what they believe Noah's Ark was mm. that people can visit. Um, yeah. Yeah, funnily enough, like, I've heard that they've had issues, like, with leaking during, like, big rains and stuff. Um, and, yeah, they treat it's their employees like shit. Um, yeah. it's... And it's, like, tax-exempt, too. Like, so it's, like, just this giant monstrosity yeah. of, like, religious brainwashing. They have a curriculum. We pay for it. Yeah, they have, a, they have a Sunday school curriculum that my church ended up using. And I taught, I taught Sunday school when I, when I still uh, went to church. Me too. And um, when we switched to that, I was like, I would because I reviewed it like I was reading through all the materials and I was like, this this is not good stuff. Like even even if you believe that what they're saying is true, like this is not a good curriculum. Mm. And I I went to like the youth pastor and and he was like, well, it's the cheapest option right now. So that's what (laughs) what we're going with. Um, oh, yeah, do it. it's, it's terrible and it horrendous. But yeah, so he, he came to my the college that I went to and like did a talk and everybody's like creaming their pants, obviously. And he came to my <laughs> church. Um, and yeah, he's just like a very self-centered, egotistical, doesn't care about anyone. Yeah. Yeah. That, Piece of shit. I, yeah, can, he, I can believe that. But th- those aren't qualities that are this this family share, our good friend. But mm. they, they were just, they were just yeah. a little bit to their houses as well that just made me go, yeah. whoa, fucking, this is for real. <laughs> So their oldest, their oldest child, right, who is a really good friend of my eldest, you know, he's 12 mm-hmm. and, he, you know, just the most wholesome fucking kid. He's sporty. He's built like a fucking tree, this kid, you know, like corn fed proper fucking, you know what I mean? Like a, <laughs> he'd, he'd make, you could make several hats out of him in Oregon in the 1920s. I shit you not. Anyway. I'm sure you could. So. His room is set Wonderful. up like a normal, just like a normal kid's room with your books and shit. Big fan of. Who's the How to Train Your Dragon woman? He's got all of them. Um, okay. No, mm. uh, Harry Potter's conspicuous by his absence. Um, mm, naturally. And so now that's the one thing that uh, liberal parents and well, conservative parents can right? agree on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But, um, they're big into crafts, as you can imagine. You know what I mean? There's no telling what the fuck else you don't got do. a TV, yeah, yeah what are you going to do? What do you fill your time with? He's, he's built uh, a shield, right? With tin foil and cardboard. Right, mm-hmm. like a shield with a handle on it that you would use to defend yourself in a in a in a, in a fight or something. And on the shield is written in big oh letters, my God. "Faith." Uh, called it, called it. Called 
nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, so it isn't just. Oh my they, God. He's got the shield of faith. That is oh, yeah. amazing. Does he have the helmet of salvation? I didn't see it, but it's got to <laughs> be The sword there. of righteousness. <laughs> or, is that sword what it is? Truth? Sword of truth. Something like that. Yeah. Shoes of righteousness. Sword of yeah. truth. There's helmet the belt. Yeah. Incredible stuff. That oh, is, man. oh my gosh. See, mm. I, I had He's a little set Ephesians of, boy. It's I had a set of plastic armor that was like the, the sort, like, but I didn't make it myself, yeah. you know. That's, <laughs> like, that's next level. Yeah, that's dedication right there. Yeah. Incredible How do we, we get on to our good friends who I've just fucking savaged publicly? I love them, though. They're such good people. No, they're good there people. certainly are like very, very mm. lovely people of faith. And yeah, that's kind of what like... makes it hard to navigate, too, because, you know, there's yeah. wonderful people that believe things that I don't. And yes, you know, right. Yes. And what is one and of I the fucking like, foundations yeah. of this podcast, one of the cornerstones of this podcast is people are different. It's all right. It's all right. Right. Yeah. As long as and you're the not whole thing, people. you know, is like I think British Christians tend to be a little less fascist than ours mm. do. Okay. As well, okay. so like they, they aren't fascist you know, at all. Yeah, that makes like a big difference right. in like how yeah. you interpret people like that. Where here it's like, yeah, they seem really sweet, and then like yeah. they're out there like saying you should execute trans people. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, mm, yeah. Not that sweet. Yeah. I wonder if. <laughs> yeah, I, wonder if, if I wonder if they'd come on. <laughs> You want to have Christians on here. See, I, I've, while I'm doing menial chores, right, my mind wanders, right? Sure. And I was thinking to myself whilst washing some dishes the other day, I'm doing, for those of you who are listening to this, I'm, I'm miming that now with my hand. I'm putting myself there in that, in that, in that time. And I was thinking to myself at one point, I'd love a fucking, dis, just a discussion with them about this. I'd love mm. to just talk mm-hmm. it through. Because I've sure. argued with fucking street wankers shoving a pamphlet in my right. face. You yeah. know, I mean, I've done all yeah. that nonsense and to, to no avail. I'd love just an informed, calm, just rational discussion with them. Because I, I feel as though I've known them long enough that we could. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just, definitely. I, could, I, that would be interesting. It would. It would. I mean, I know we've yeah. we've been through it as, as, as somebody who... But that's, yeah, it's a different perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, former true believer versus someone still mm. wholly in that that area. Hey, I'm not against it. Let me think on. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, hello, Thank you, uh, Mark. Mark Lewis. It's great to see you. Ah, that's wonderful to, very nice. to hear you. I'm excited to be able to start listening to the show again. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually kind of wondering if it was like now that you've been on it, if it's going to be like Seems this is behind the curtain, uninterest- Yeah, like no, okay, no, it's like I, I just I love the show and I've missed listening Aww. to it because like I, I mean I feel like whatever I say on here is re- truly none of my business after it's <laughs> escaped my mouth. I don't want to go back That's and really listen to point. it again. That's a great point. That's so, also how Mark looks at this mm. show. <laughs> so it's like, I, I, like now on Sundays, I'm like, I have this and this is wonderful, like getting to talk to you. But then like, I don't have anything to listen to. Mm. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yes, now we've got our Marco back for that. And that's, that's uh, a question. Uh, yeah, that in and of itself is a question, isn't it? Because as I've, you know, over the years, not by huge amounts, but like I said to you earlier on, when I don't know if we were recording or not, because I don't know. Um, my, I've had kind of incrementally, little bit by bit, more IRL people listening to Jack of All Graves. And mm. I kind of, does should that influence what I talk about? Probably not. But will it? Yeah, obviously. 
Hmm. I, I don't know that. I mean, here's the thing. You always say that and then you like grossly overshare. Yeah, so I don't, yeah. I think like in your head, like when you start a podcast, you think, oh, I better like Rain be careful. In. People I know are listening to this. And then by like three minutes in, you've forgotten. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That, is, that true. is a thing. That is true. Uh, and, you know, you haven't gotten fired from anything yet nope. or any of that. So I think your friends only feel closer to you. Okay, now. well, that's good. Which is, Hi. you know, <laughs> why we also need to check in. Mm. Listen, so, you know, the reason that you took time off was not because you didn't want to see my face anymore no, or talk about In dark fact, things. it's great to see it again. <laughs> and you, Anna. It's lovely to see you, you too. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, but because, you know, you were in a stressful point in life, you felt like you were kind of breaking a little bit mm. and something had to give and you needed some time to recover in various ways mm. and, and get your head together. So now, after two months, well, where are we at, so, Mark Lewis? Firstly, let's not overstate this. I wasn't about to fucking walk into the ocean or anything like that, right? I wasn't about to fucking sure. do anything ridiculous. Please, let's not. Oh, you, yeah, and you weren't about to hurt no, yourself. Fuck right? No, fuck like, no. Or anyone the, else. Yeah. Christ, no. I didn't mean to give that impression. Let's, yeah, that yeah. wasn't what I meant. No, um, but... Uh, were things a little bit tense there for a bit? Are they still? Yeah, probably. Um, but the time away was exact. It, it was the right thing. It was the right thing to do. I've spent I've spent the last couple of months because the kids were off as well, and that 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 didn't that wasn't conducive to a kind of a regularly scheduled Sunday broadcast. And, and I <laughs> I felt every time that I would text you and go eh, can we do it tomorrow eh, I would feel like the biggest shithead mm-hmm. um, so I thought for the good of again the, the good ship Joag I'm going to go back to the analogy I enjoy it I don't know how ships work but I enjoy <laughs> talking about them weirdly he knows nothing of boats nothing. yet um, so the last uh, the last eight weeks seven eight weeks have been spent just really enjoying parenting really enjoying being a dad uh, and summer is not typically a time that you say that because you're juggling the kids, you're juggling work. Yeah. But fucking hell, man, do I enjoy every second I get to spend with those two boys. So I've been doing a lot of that. Um, so lovely. I love I've that. been examining some of my personal behaviors, mm. should we say? Uh, sure. I've been putting myself under a bit of a microscope. I have, uh, I have some... Uh, CBT coming up, that's cognitive behavioral therapy, as opposed to, yeah. as I learned on the internet recently, cock and ball torture. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not in a waiting list for that yet, at least. I lo- lo- he says. says everything about the kind of person I am that, like, when you text me or, like, oh, I've got, like, CBT coming up, like, that certainly wasn't my interpretation. I knew exactly what you meant. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You see, this is why this works. I'm reminded again oh. of why this works. Um, <laughs> But yes, good old Nipe Evans National Health Service has come up Trump, so I'm, I'm, I'm on a waiting list for some therapy. Um, and have been doing like counselling or whatever yeah. already, right? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think as I, as, as I think I might have spoke about before I took a hiatus, I didn't find that of much use. So I'm hoping something with a little bit more technique behind it, perhaps, mm-hmm. might be more helpful. Um, sure. Uh, I'm my. If I look, I'm going to be completely frank and completely honest, right? I'm sleeping really well, but at the same time, I'm doing it through pharmaceutical means. I'm sleeping mm-hmm. using dark net fucking sleeping t- pills, which isn't a great idea. But it's keeping 
you know, they work. They're fucking, they're reliable as shit. It's, it's giving me a nice kind of seven hours a night, productive days. But at the same time, I do have this, I know at the back of my head that I, that's not sustainable. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, that's what I'm hoping this, this, this therapy will address. And then I can fucking knock right. all that shit on the head and be a fully healed, productive, podcasting member of the British society. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> That's the dream. That's I the mean, dream. you know, I don't, I don't know if you want to give yourself too high of expectations here. I don't know if mm. anyone of us are ever fully healed, but no, you know, yeah, yeah, I, know this. I like the, I like the goals though yes. here, <laughs> and trying to make those those things happen. It sounds like, and I, I, yeah, you're kind of getting your head together. I think I often dance on the precipice of sounding like a bit of a cunt, right? But one thing I'm, <laughs> one thing I'm, I will fucking cling on to with my dying breath is my self-awareness right i'm self-aware enough mm-hmm. to know when you know when the 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 behaviors i'm engaging in are right and when they're not and i know enough mm-hmm. that, that i need to change when i need to change and right now i'm leveling off you know yeah and what i'm doing right now is working it isn't sustainable but it's working and fucking hell sure. what if that isn't the byline for fucking human society at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're probably yeah. right there. Yeah, that's a good point. So. Getting by <laughs> till we figure out something better. You got it. Yes, yeah. Annie, yeah. you've got it. I'm getting by and what I'm doing right now is working. I know it isn't sustainable and they will, you know, the time will come and soon uh, where I have to kind of taper and adjust. But right now I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping and I'm, and I'm productive and I'm feeling good. I'm really feeling good, actually. That's the best Good. part right yeah. there. I mean, that's that's worlds different from where things were mm. a couple months ago. So, you know, to be able to have that clarity, to be able to assess what's working, what's not, what's sustainable, what, you know, what isn't, all that kind of stuff. Yes. And to be like, I feel good. Yes. Hey, yes. This, is a, this is a beautiful thing. And not, so. and now that I say that, not in a kind of a dizzying peaks, crushing troughs kind right. of way. It's a more yes. kind of... Ah, stable, even hello. Yeah. that kind of nice level, kind of even breathe. keel. That's where I find myself currently. Yeah. yeah, which I think is like, you know, people who go through a lot of like highs and a lot of lows, mm. like really appreciate that like evenness when you finally hit it. If it's not like a, yes. you know, I mean, I guess that's the difference between like it being depression and evening out, right? Mm. Like, because there's times when it's like I don't feel anything. And that's not great. But when right. it's like, no, I feel even and that's nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything isn't cranked to 11 one way or another. Yes. Yes. And I, looking back over the last kind of four or five months, I think I think maybe you could probably tell that it was very up and down. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. depending on what day yeah. you and I would text or talk, it was it was often an entirely different type of conversation. And that I feel I'm I've I'm I'm in doing quite well in feeling as though i'm ironing that out is this is this is this boring shit do people give a fuck no. is this worth talking about yeah absolutely yes, okay, okay. yes. <laughs> no you're no not okay. boring at all okay. no i think i mean as i said before in asking whether you wanted to talk about this stuff at all you know uh, the point being like i think that resonates with people not only that people like care about you and want to know where you are because you know that's the nature of this Mm. but also that i think that there's plenty of people 
who listen to this who go through the same kinds of Mm. highs and lows and stresses and anxieties and things like that and to be able to go like oh look at that like you know there are things that you can attempt to you know there's hope to change it we're not alone we're not all just yeah doing life separately like we have each other's experiences to support each other and to support ourselves and right you could not be more true right and i think i can illustrate that um again as while my mind is off on whatever fucking sojourn it's on at any given moment while i'm hoovering or fucking whatever i was thinking about there's a lot of division right often media manufactured often fucking you know often often kind of social media perpetrated division whether it's you know, politics, left or right, whether it's fucking Brexit remain, whether it's vax, anti-vax, whether it's fucking... There's a lot of polarizing horse shit out there, right? Right. And whilst meandering internally, I've... Right, there's so much more that we have in common, right? For example, Mm. for example, have you ever walked down a flight of stairs that you know backwards and you know how many stairs there are, but for some reason you've fucking misremembered how many steps there are and kind of tumbled off the edge of the staircase. <laughs> Everybody yes. is, everyone yeah. has fucking done that, haven't they? Mm-hmm. With the same, <laughs> with a fucking same. Have you, have you ever kind of walked, just do do do, walking about your day and for some reason you've misjudged a step and kind of tried to take a step on your ankle, way, and done this kind of weird kind of half step thing. Have you ever done that? No? Oh, that yeah, is just me. I'm, I'm not sure Okay, that, that is just uh... me. All right, fine. I do a lot of weird things when I walk, though, so, you know, I'll allow it. Have you ever stabbed I, yourself I, in the I gum with a toothbrush by mistake? <laughs> you did what? Have you ever stabbed yourself in the gum with a toothbrush by mistake? Oh, yes. So you bro- See, everyone has done that. If you brush your teeth, you've done that. You've given yourself a three-day mouth ulcer by fucking, you know, shanking yourself in the soft tissues of your mouth. I love, by the way, this motion <laughs> that you're giving us. <laughs> Dear listeners, <laughs> he's making Mark the exact I'm, I'm doing it in my head. Is there, is there a word for that? Is there a word for communicating physically? Because that's totally my innate method of communication. As you know, I communicate mm-hmm. with my hands. I'm very handsy. I'm very body kind of talker. Yes. Is there a word for that? I don't know. Italian? I, don't know, but I like body talk. Body. body what talk. did you say, Anna? I said Italian. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Italian. Yeah, maybe, I think that's maybe the, I am. The scientific term for that. Do you, listeners, do you do you <laughs> find yourself instinctively physically. waving your hands around when you talk? Is there a word for that? Please let us know. Not once has anyone ever responded to a question I've asked on Joe Ag with an answer, and I love that. And I'm that's gonna... not true. You just nah. don't look at stuff oh, afterwards. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's that. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I respond to people yes. responding to your question. Yes, yes you do. Not you. You're, you're downstairs in the ship. Maybe on the do 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 that machine is that Morse code they use that Morse code don't they do 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 the telegraph yeah that one sure thing that's we're just gonna carry this boat metaphor as far as it goes but no sail falls off so pleased with yourself but no I think you know you've got. I appreciate your candor and it's not a perfect recovery from everything, you know, the whatever sleeping pill you have to take or things like that. Mm. It's not, you know, for anyone listening, hey, recovery from your brain being a pain in the ass is not always a perfect journey, but, you know, you're on it. At the heart of it is is this kind of um, 
self-fulfilling prophecy of anxiety worrying about being worried mm. that's that's what it is mm. right mm-hmm. and it's tr- again it's true of everyone when i tell you not to think of something it's the first thing you think of and right. i've yet to find a reliable method of breaking that self-fulfilling fucking anxiety you worry about worry so you worry about worry and you get worried that's what i'm still right. in the thrall of um yeah but what and hopefully that CBT will help with yeah, it. And that's I'm, exactly the kind of thing exactly, that it's supposed to do. It's some kind of Break technique. Those, I need a technique. Yeah, toxic thought cycles. Yes. Ooh, TTT. C, TTC. Yeah, that's a C. Which Fuck. is trying to conceive. So <laughs> maybe that's not You it. can't yes, TTC uh... whilst engaging in the other CBT. <laughs> or can you? I don't Jesus know. Jesus Christ. Uh, um, so hopefully you'll be able to update us on, on how that's going. Oh, in, I, I, uh, I think I will. A few months and so forth. And we'll hear what that journey is like as well. Yes. But we're very glad to have you back. Well, do you know what? Um, what are we? Our red or so and the fear has melted away. It's good to be back. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> this is home right yeah, here. It feels like it is. So that said, mm. you've had a summer away with the boys, yep. the fam, doing things. Any highlights of your viewing over the course of this summer? Uh, yes. And I'm just going to come out and say Barbie. I fucking loved it. Good God. I was I was yes. not, I don't know if surprised is the right word, but I was like, wow, that's a five star for Mark. Fuck me. That's... I, I don't know where to begin. Um... I don't know if this is patronizing. I don't know if this is to demean it, but it's it's fucking Pink Fight Club, is what Barbie is. <laughs> I haven't seen Fight Club. It's oh. it's Barbie for fucking guys twenty years ago. That's, I don't know if okay. that's like the right way to but put it. But that's that's that feels. I guess. Well, to be fair, Fight Club is misunderstood by toxic men as well so i guess it's uh okay it kind of stands barbie is what is a pink version of what fight club would have loved to have been right there you in go. that yeah, a, sure. a very naive 20 odd year old me saw fight club and had this fucking fucking wow kind of response to it right but as a 44 mm. year old bloke i had that same mm. response to to barbie it it took me to pieces and reassembled me it was fucking brilliant it was wow brave ridiculous uh just truthful and a shock how the fuck did that even ever get made who the fuck <laughs> who the fuck mm-hmm. signed off on that film um yeah. right because yeah i i think it, it was it a prank was it a ruse <laughs> on an executive <laughs> did somebody i think i think we can get him to sneak in a barbie film but just load it with just yeah. fucking, you know, just make it as heavy as you fucking can. We'll get the social media team to, to when, release it the same day as Oppenheimer. Fucking yes! <laughs> uh, and just snuck this, what I found to be staggering bit of work into our multiplexes. Uh, mm-hmm. I was into it. But I, I think one of the one of the reasons why I did give it five stars was that I wasn't into it the whole fucking way. About a third of the way through, if I hadn't been with other people, it would have been a walker. I would have been gone. Fucking what? <laughs> um, but then it isn't that. It won you back. Yes. Yeah. 
Interesting. I was deeply, deeply, deeply impressed and surprised by it. Nice. Mm. Love that. One that you and I saw uh, that I was also deeply, deeply impressed and surprised by uh, was the faculty. That was a highlight of the last few months. Mm. Yeah. That's a great one. You know, not having seen it since parking my ass in the cinema when it came out, literally not having seen it since then, uh, I was able to see it with completely fresh eyes. Um, it's it just it doesn't even borrow it just liberally steals from about fucking mm-hmm. ninety other films. Um, what a cast! What a soundtrack! Yeah. Like I said to you at yeah. the time, fact fans, particularly soundtrack fact fans, the faculty soundtrack uh, represents. Uh, there's one particular track on there uh, which is like a supergroup cover of Pink Floyd's "Another Brick in the Wall," and that track is the last released. Recording featuring one Lane Staley of Alice in Chains. That was his last ever fucking recording. It was his wow. his vocal work on that soundtrack? Huh. Incredibly random. Yep. And I seemed I knew that out out with the movie itself. I knew that somehow. Right. Yeah. It, like even when it started, for whatever reason, before like like it had even gotten to the point where that song was in the movie, you said something about it. You're like, I may be wrong here, but yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes a grab bag of theft from body snatchers from the thing from fucking breakfast club you know what I mean just helps (laughs) it I'll have that thanks just helps itself Um, what do we compare it to Corey in terms of its uh, smartness and dialogue and arch well you were you were saying this you liked it better than Scream in terms of how the teenagers act and that yep 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 and you, you, I mean, you'll know as well as I do that I, I think Scream is so far up its own fucking ass. I hate it. It is. I still think you can't say this without seeing the in-between Screams. You see one and you see seven. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't like, I don't like Scream. I'm not a screamer. I apologize. No, you loved no. the first one. Oh, yeah. Don't say you don't like, like Scream. You liked the first one a lot. And you were like, this is so much more impressive than I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and then right, you saw right, the seventh right. one with no context for the middle movies. You have not seen <laughs> all the movies? Oh, yeah. Listen, I've seen them all, but in the same way you as... You have not, don't you dare. I'm certain I have, in that I've seen them once and just blinked them out of my existence. Um... I've seen most of them. I don't think I've seen four. I don't. Oh my god, that's like literally the best one aside from the first one. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Oh (sighs) my, I, I'm like Scream is, like my favorite movie ever. (laughs) A lot of people, it it is. It's but you liked it. That's what. That's you've like you've moved that out of your mind. But you actually, when you saw it, were like, "Whoa, this is like super good." Yes, yes. And Um, then, but it's it's an idea that has just been beaten to death, and it has disappeared up its own pooper, right? It really has. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have this conversation (laughs) with you again, right? But the fact that it literally in it in the most recent film it built a shrine to itself. And but you have to watch the other ones. You have to understand the context of these movies. <laughs> you can't just watch one out of it and be like, wait a minute, why would I do that? It makes sense in the context of the it's, films. It, it isn't that I don't get it, though. I get it. I get but it. But you don't. If you, if you got it, you wouldn't say it built a shrine to itself because that's not what's happening. You, right? sound, you sound like we're at a party and you're trying to get me to listen to Tool. You sound like you're about to pass Wait, me the bomb and Tool? put fucking st- no nothing at all. I love Tool. Tool are the best. But 
I'm just saying, you know, yeah, it's, you're, you're taking it completely out of context yes. and making a judgment about it. Yes, okay. I would agree that with makes this sense assessment. in terms of all the other movies. But if you take all the context out, <laughs> then yeah, okay, it looks like it's doing something it's not doing. Okay, so hypothetically, then you might. Are you telling me? That to enjoy this movie, I need to have seen and have intimate knowledge of all of the other We've movies because that's this. bullshit in itself. Yes, that's no, bullshit. This is a movie. How can you expect not, me to no, have watched two, four, six, eight, like ten hours okay, of other movies? Okay, what about Endgame then? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, do you go into uh, Endgame and go? Oh, this movie sucks. I don't know who any of these people are. I shouldn't have had to watch 10 years of movies to see the <laughs> no. culmination yeah, of an epic. You literally had to watch a decade of stuff. <laughs> it's different in a lot of ways, right? None no, of which, none of which quite come to mind about it. I moment. think that's what's different. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> suffice to say, it's very different. You care about Marvel and you it's don't not. care about Iron Scream. Man died, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Left him out there in space. It's nice to have some backup on this. What else were in your right. highlights? No, listen, faculty, <laughs> faculty, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. The teens in the faculty, uh, they speak in a more I found authentic way as a 44-year-old fucking British lad. <laughs> These 90s American kids. I found them speaking in a more authentic way. I'll put it like this. I, I didn't, there wasn't a single eye roll, right? They... <laughs> I felt like I was watching an actual movie as opposed to uh, a, a thesis or a fucking idea, you know? And Which, I mean, when, when Anna and I talked about this a few weeks ago, I had brought up that you had said this. And I'm like, I like I don't think you're wrong. I just think it's intentional. We're just reading the movies, yeah. you know. Okay. Like, yeah, one of them is meant to be a commentary and one of them is meant to be yes. just a movie <laughs> on its own. And so it makes perfect sense. Uh, the difference between them. So I think you're right. It's just I don't hate Scream for that. Uh, okay. And neither do you. I don't hate Scream <laughs> for that, but I hate what Scream <laughs> became. Yeah. Listen, let me just call out. Unfounded. I will call out uh, some ickiness in the faculty at depictions of nudity in school age characters. Not cool. Um, yeah. Not even if they had been kind of taken over by aliens, as you pointed out. <laughs> They were still ostensibly school age when they were taken over. So no, you took I took off some half a star for that. I still have half a star for depictions of teen, children nudity. That's this is my standard view right there. Um, if the movie is good, uh, uh, one other thing I'm fighting, and hopefully cognitive behavioral therapy will rid me of once and for all, is the urge okay. to rate movies uh, when they're like a oh third of the way through. I've gotta cut that out, man. <laughs> We watched a movie yesterday or the day before, and it was like literally we were like 30 minutes yeah, into yeah, this yeah. movie. And he was like, urge to rate Rising. I was like, you can't rate it now. Nothing's even happened yet. Mm. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't because, again, that was a kind of a up and down kind of movie. But it, like I said on Letterboxd, it was the remake of Rabid. I remake in air quotes from the fucking mm. Sosca sisters who... They don't even deserve a cult following, man. What's up with that? Oh, there are loads of people like, yeah, American Mary, meh. They, they're rubbish. Um, but Rabid, it is determined to get me specifically to like it on a basic level. Yeah, I didn't understand It ticks I... <laughs> so many of my boxes in a perfunctory kind of manner. Just when it's got shit kind of soap opera dialogue for 20 minutes, it'll just 
just drop some really funny gore or, you know, it'll do something to just uh, ring that fucking last star out of me. <laughs> so I, I, it was a tough three stars. Um, yeah, I liked your your letterboxed review of it. You were like, you just it, it tell you can't not give it three stars. Yeah. Me putting one on it, like, <laughs> nope, no problem, not a problem, not giving this movie three stars. Yeah, take it, this take it three stars and get awful. out of my fucking sight. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> not one let of me, the summer Speaking of which, let me just because you know I've got the memory of a goldfish that's True. stoned. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Accurate, yes. <laughs> uh, the Faculty, yes. Nick Cage in Sympathy for the Devil, three stars. Necronomicon, there you go, three and a half. That was a Ooh. great laugh. Great laugh. Yeah. yeah that was a really I good added time. that to my list. Yes. I haven't seen it yeah. yet, but I do want to. A big yeah, title in the Jeffrey Coombs, uh, mm. you know. Um, Lovecraftiverse. Lovecraftiverse, that's right. The LCU. I was just saying, you know, the other day while we were watching uh from beyond yes, another yes. entry into that that like i just think it's hilarious that it was like jeffrey combs started in like one mm. like lovecraft based movie and they just like the phone never stopped the ringing universe around <laughs> it. and it's not connected at now. all nope. he doesn't like you know there's a couple movies where he does play the same thing but like the rest of them they're not made by the same people mm. they're like it's just all over the place everyone's like we got a lovecraft get combs on it like just think that I wonder if that was great. a special special interest of if, of his. Possibly, you know? maybe, I, I wonder. That's maybe what he told I'm his like, agent oh, one yeah. time. Look, I yeah. don't want to fucking see it. See, it that phone desk. doesn't ring unless it's a Lovecraft project, right? Otherwise, it'll be right. on a fire. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> that uh, would be funny. Do they came yeah. really close to making a fourth reanimated, but it never quite happened. Oh, oh really? Mm. I liked the third one. So I thought it was I. fun. It was a completely there's, daft there's laugh. A, like a rat fights a dick penis. in it. Yes, there's a dismembered, yeah, reanimated penis. That doink, 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 doink. Yes. A rat has a little fight with it. It's fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's not anything amazing, but it's a fun time. Yep. Um, <laughs> the fourth came really close to production. And the premise, it was, I believe it was to be called House of Reanimator, uh, where okay. somehow uh, Herbert West found himself in the White House. Interesting. <laughs> of course, why not? Yes. I think there may have been a message Amazing. to that one. I don't know. <laughs> uh, huh. Any highlights for you? Since we're already an hour and seventeen minutes oh, in here, Jesus, but any highlights, we... Anna? Yeah. Um, I feel like I haven't watched like a lot of like Joe Aggie types of movies this week. Yeah, I've been, been watching a kind of a yeah. yeah I've like been watching been... a lot of cartoons. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like my my I my brain has just needed like some like something gentle and uh-huh. often familiar yeah. um yeah. the last week so um I, I did kind of like a mixture of like cartoons that i had seen as a kid and things i hadn't seen, or like just movies in general i've seen as a kid yeah nice. um and then and then also filling in some stuff that i i wanted to see as a kid but didn't get to um oh, I, always that. Yeah. I watched fan, fan both of the fantasia movies um oh. yeah they're not big amongst the christians mm. uh, really? uh well, the, i guess the, the, the first one has yeah. yeah and it has like the evolution um oh, sequence right. and everything yeah. I um about that. yeah i think i specifically didn't never saw it because my parents just thought it was boring like i don't think they had like a, yeah anything i kind of thought it. it was boring when but i was growing I... up except for the <laughs> the demon part yeah <laughs> i 
thought that they were so gorgeous and just like i love classical music um like and so kind of just like getting kind of really stoned and just like watching this you know extravaganza of color and gorgeous music you know performed by like the best you know that there is it was just like it was so just a breath of fresh air like it was very like no stakes this is just art that i'm enjoying yeah. and i really really enjoyed both of- i like the <laughs> first one ever so slightly more than the second one but i honestly don't think i've ever seen the second one i didn't know it, it was cool yeah fantasia no, 2000 yeah. it's called fantasia 2000 yeah. and i guess originally they had uh, walt disney had intended for fantasia to be this constantly shifting show that yes. every time you saw it, it would be a little bit different they would have mm-hmm. new sequences and stuff and that kind of fell by the wayside but then they sort of redid that with with fantasia 2000 where they they keep the sorcerer's apprentice scene but everything else is brand new mm. so. and i can ask outside of horror what what's your go-to genre because I, 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 I only ever see you on reels talking about horrors and I fucking yeah. love your reels about horror. They're the best. Oh, thank you. What's, what's your go-to outside of that? Anything absurdist, anything like weird. Yeah. Um, I especially love like low budget, um, like stuff, like older low budget stuff. I mean, even newer stuff too. Like I just like anything where the people that made it are like very attuned to some part of the production yes and it doesn't have to be that all of it is amazing but like like i i I think of like the forbidden zone as a good example of like the types of movies that i like to watch when i'm not watching horrors came out in the 80s it's a oingo boingo associated project and like it's so low budget and so bizarre that it's just i love that it exists yes um so like that greener grass uh holy motors is another amazing french film that's so absurd like i just love things that like i'm not expecting it and so like a visual feast for the eyes or like you know i can like really great effects or or anything like that like i just love I love that stuff. It doesn't have to be low budget. Like, I mean, like, The Fall isn't right. low budget. Like, Barbie isn't low budget. Yeah. And I love those for some of those same reasons yeah. that, like, the production is so amazing. And, like, it just isn't it isn't the standard. Like, yeah. I don't know. The weirder it is, the more I like it. It, it, it's, it's, it, feels like, it feels like you're saying stuff that has a reason to exist. Stuff that, that yeah. has a fucking purpose. Whether mm-hmm. that is just to push the, the, you know, as absurd as it can be. Or whether that is to invest in some really fucking gold that's going to grab people by the throat, you know, something that, mm-hmm. that doesn't just blend into the, to the yeah. static. Yeah. Something like the, the thought put into it and the effort and like the humanity is evident. That's mm. what I'm really looking mm-hmm. for. Beautiful. Um, which is like part of why, like I've been so like, I, I watched Eternals finally finished it, you know, like I, and I want to be into these things, but it's like, (laughs) yes, because some of like, I know where these series have come from and Mm. the fact that they're used to be, and like, I know that there are still movies that they're making that have like a lot of heart in them, but to see where we've ended up with how lifeless so many big movies feel I agree because none of it is real Mm. it's all Mm. computers and the people that are acting so often aren't even acting 
opposite each other. They're yes. they're just right. acting two equipment and it's, it, I feel like it has stolen so much of, you know, like I, I, I think about Endgame, which I, I think is a, a great feat, a wonderful mm. culmination of, you know, this endeavor that's lasted for years. At the same time, knowing that actors didn't even know what their lines meant in mm. context of the story just kills me because it they were not able to give the most informed performance that they could have. And so, yeah. like, I think that's part of why, like, I'm just so burnt out of these huge movies that are all variations of the same shit over and over. Like, I know what people can do because i've seen it and we can still do that and it yes. isn't that hard but this is just what where we're at now so yeah I, I i guess i just i i'm really looking for stuff that pushes those boundaries and like pushes like that box like yeah. we don't have to be constrained to this stuff that makes billions of dollars sure but like there's no lasting yeah value there it's just junk food what what i'm hearing is that like me you're just waiting for avatar 3 <laughs> uh, to come and just turn love, our little I world i love yeah, that really. that's your your takeaway no. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what i'm hearing yeah, everything absolutely. i know about avatar i have learned against my will <laughs> nice it's the Nicely only way put. anna have you seen fantastic planet I haven't, but it is Not on my either. list. That's, <laughs> yeah, everyone that's the knows one with, you like, haven't, the, Mark. The blue, the blue guy <laughs> with like the yes. Mm. On, I want to. I would. I do want to see that. Yeah, famously, first thing I ever recommended that Mark watch yep. on this, which he promised to uh, watch <laughs> three years ago this week, uh, and has still not done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at this point feels like some form of spite it's uh, i've, I've made it personal now i'll, I'll yeah. which of us will see this movie first <laughs> <laughs> i know who will uh, but yeah it's i mean everything that you kind of have said here feels like it pertains very much that's very weird mm -hmm. um very just like a super bizarre movie that has its messages that it's trying to get across to us mm -hmm. um in this strange world where there's all these haunting animals hmm. and people acting very strangely and keeping each other as pets and okay. all this sort of stuff and uh yeah it's a super fucking weird animated french movie i think you will actually quite enjoy that sounds awesome uh, yeah I'll watch it this yes. week <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> maybe i will uh-huh. <laughs> Just gonna start holding my breath right now. <laughs> see, see what happens. <laughs> um so friends, listen, we're not gonna give it like a whole lot of thought here, but we did wanna have some form of, you know, main topic for Mark's return here. Uh, by request of Mark, something dark. Uh, and the thing that I think you decided on, but then sort of narrowed in on was Bad shit that happens in hospitals. Well, look, I I have a little hospital visit coming up, right? I've got something gammy going on with this eye. I don't know if you can see it. Can you see that? Can you see my fucking gammy eye? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Just I can see that a little right bit. Um, yeah. Mm. Is it a sty? What's happening it, there? It, it, it's a sty that's gone awry is what it is. That's how I, just, that's how I kind of think of it. <laughs> a sty that's gone awry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps I'll, I'll die. die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Um, so that I'm, I'm, I'm just popping into a hospital in a couple of weeks just to get that taken out. And of course, a hospital uh, kind of abhorrent hospital tales are all over the UK at the minute. Um, and it's, it's incredible to me that you have to pay for that as badly as you do. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, we'll have all the terrible things happen to us, but also but our families never, will go bankrupt it'll cripple paying you for as well, it. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. um I I think we'll zero in on that a little bit next week. I I'm still I'm st- okay. I'm still preoccupied with this concept of can you can you go beyond empathy? Can you is there something mm. is there fucking something that's unfathomably just you cannot find any grain of fucking shared experience or humanity to latch on to? And is that evil? Is that evil? It isn't, obviously. But is there any other, is there any other way of fucking describing that place that that some humans are capable of going, where you there's just nothing you can fucking point to, or cling on to, to share what might have fucking caused this. Um, right. So yes, we'll talk about that and more sunny topics in the weeks to come. I'm certain. <laughs> Did, uh, did you just not want to talk at oh, all no, about no, 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 no. yours today? Uh, yesterday. Oh, what? AEW? No, yours today. Oh, no, no, like, no. I, I, we, I'm happy to ditch it for now. Save it for <laughs> a better time. Oh, my God. I'm glad I didn't prepare for this at Yeah, yeah. Oh, because... no, no. That was, the, that was the right thing to do. Classic Marco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know amazing. what? No, I, today I I'm just going to turn up and just reacquaint people with, you know. Yeah. My voice and vibe. With the person you are. (laughs) Uh, Mission accomplished there. I guess we're not talking about that this week. Next week. Totally do it next week. I mean, I think like there's a, and potentially there's a couple weeks of things to mine out of this because I think what kind of has brought you to this aside from just your eyeball is obviously the case of Lucy Letby in uh, the UK, the nurse she's a nurse right uh yes a pediatric nurse um pediatric nurse who uh was recently uh found guilty and sentenced to the rest of her life in prison for the murder of seven officially right seven seven babies yep um and uh so you know that has kind of been the beginning of this so maybe there's something to talk about that because i know there's other people who have committed similar crimes mm. throughout history and we can approach your empathy thing there uh as well as other th- horrors yeah. of hospitals mm. that you brought up when we uh even talked about this so maybe a few weeks of discussing terrible ho- hospital I th- things I think, are ahead i think i think i want to i want to i think i want to try and reach that fucking wh- what <clears throat> when what you know is there is there a barrel beneath the fucking barrel, you know, that you can't get mm, to the bottom mm-hmm. to. Is there, is there the capability for such calculating fucking malice that it's impossible to find any shred of empathy for? This has been on my mind ever since we talked to Dr. Duffin Jones in October, I think. Mm, mm-hmm. This has been yeah, plaguing me ever since. That's how we, that's yeah, how we left general. the conversation. Always empathy, always rational a kind of a rational eye. Don't fucking give in to the urge to tabloidicize, if that's a word, and to go for the fucking low common denominator and just marvel at the spectacle and the fucking hideousness of these crimes. 
always, wherever you fucking can, reach out with empathy and, and try and understand. But is there a place where you just fucking can't? I don't know. Mm. That's been on my mind a lot. I like it as a, maybe this is the theme of year four of Joag. <laughs> oh, you know? I don't know about a year long journey into that particular. I don't mean every oh. week. I just mean thematically <laughs> the thing we return to. Because no, that would be so depressing. Heavy. Yeah, it yeah. Would. <laughs> would undo all of my hard work. I'd need, I'd need another hiatus super quick. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm trying to keep you here. I don't. Maybe we'll I'm not do, trying we'll to do break one your week brain. on and one week off. I don't know. <laughs> uh. Uh, well, this has been wonderful having you back, Mark. Thank you. Anna, a million times over, thank you for covering for this past couple months. It's been an absolute delight to get to you, chat with you each week, and we'll just have to find other reasons to do so and have yeah. you back on the show and so forth. Uh, Thanks, Anna. I mean it. Going forward. Yeah. Thank you guys. Honestly, yeah, thank you for the opportunity. If you want to hear more of mm. me, um, I do a, a monthly a Patreon show over on Dead and Lovely um, with with Hollywood Steve, where we rank uh, series. We call it Hell Rankers. Um, so if you if you're a Patreon member over there, you can hear us talk about that. And then also, um, Stephen is bringing back his podcast, Legacy of Brutality, and so I will be his co-host. And that is starting in September. Beautiful. So, so yeah. stoked for that. I love Legacy of Brutality and, you know, have been jonesing for more epi- episodes for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really stoked to hear yeah. that that's coming back and that you'll be uh, joining that. So definitely check those things out. Um, very worth your time. Mark, any parting thoughts for our audience as, this fine week? As the nights grow long, as the temperature drops, as those daylight hours become more scant, never, ever has it been more important for you to stay spooky. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>